idea there is that um, that the descent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with regard to the esoteric reasons with the genesis being in the Rasalila and Krishna bowing to the gopis love and pledging to uh, try to compensate for the measure of their love and the way in which they've approached him and so forth. After all, he promised in the Gita that as people approach me, I will reciprocate accordingly. But there he found that the nature of their approach um, was such that he could not reciprocate in kind, and therefore he had to defer to their their bhava, their love, and uh, bow to it. And in order to try to make up for his inability to reciprocate uh, in kind, he made a commitment to celebrate their love in the world, um, their sadhuness, their saintliness, if you will. And the implication of that is, of course, that he would become a saint, and that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu celebrating uh, their love and 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 pursuing it himself so this internal and esoteric genesis or origin if you will uh, background to Chaitanya Lila um, coincides with the time of the um, well with the Kali Yuga Kali Yuga is a good time for Krishna to descend and to hide himself because it's mentioned in the scriptures that one of the names of Vishnu is Triyuga the implication of which is he appears only in three yugas so um, so anyway, he's chosen the Kali Yuga to come and disguise himself as a devotee of himself in pursuit of the highest devotee's Radha's experience. 
And in Kali Yuga, also the Dharma, Kali Yuga is, is Namsan Kirtan. So he takes up, as a devotee should in Kali Yuga, the, the Namsan Kirtan. And he disseminates the Namsan Kirtan everywhere. We have to remember that although Krishna is Swayam Bhagavan and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is non different than Krishna, the Swayam Bhagavan is the origin of all avatars. So all of the aspects of himself that appear um, outside of himself as different avatars, different emotional um, moments in the life of uh, Swayam Bhagavan, they're all within, within him. They are all derived from him. He's the shelter of all the avatars. Avatar Tattva is one of the topics of Srimad Bhagavatam, one of the nine topics out of ten that, is, that are sheltered topics. And Krishna is the, is the ashrai, the shelter of those ashrita, or sheltered subjects. So, uh, the source of avatars, Krishna. And, and thus the Kali Yuga, or Yuga avatar, Vishnu avatar aspect of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Lila is, is, is naturally there. All, when, when Nityananda Prabhu, uh, as a young boy, was taken with, traveling with a sannyasi throughout India, when they came to Vrindavan, he was paying obeisances to the deities in Vrindavan, but he felt that there was something missing there in them. And he concluded that that, that Swayam Bhagavan himself, his own brother, hmm, Krishna, Balaram's brother, Nityananda Ram, he must have appeared on earth. Hmm? And so all of the the, the, the deities are, are, are within him. Hmm? And I, we should go there. It's a very nice teaching. Krishna hmm? uh, Das Kavirar says it much in a very different way when he says that, that if you worship Krishna in Kali Yuga, but you don't have regard for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then you're a demon. <laughs> he gives an example. He says that Jarasandha was considered a, an asura, a demon. He attacked Krishna 17 times in Leela, in Mathura and Dwarka. So, not exactly uncool, uh, <laughs> favorable. But, uh, but inimical, hmm? and so uh, uh, nonetheless, Jarasand was a strict follower of the Vedic culture and of the Varnashram, which, properly understood, is is a body, a socio-religious body that is meant to send blood to the heart that is uh, Vishnu. Therefore, Bhagavatam very nicely says, Samsidir Haritoshanam, with regard to Dharma. Hmm? That Dharma and its the, the extent to which it is properly performed will be determined by Haritoshanam. Toshana means the pleasure, the pleasure of Hari. So this is, if you look at the Varnashram as a body, uh, 
with the head being the Brahmins and the arms being the Kshatriyas and the stomach being the Vaishyas and the legs being the Sudras, well, the heartbeat of that body is is a Vishnu satisfaction from whom the whole system comes. He gets lost in it to some extent by the practitioners because there is advocacy of worshipping so many different gods and goddesses for so many different purposes, material purposes, pious but material purposes. But of course he says in the Gita that their power to bestow whatever they do bestow derives from me. Hmm? But it gets lost to some extent and therefore he had to come down very strongly in the Gita in speaking to Arjun in his concluding words, Sarvadharman Pritya Hmm. This Dharma, Bhagavatam says it in another way. What does it say? Hmm. Yeah, that's another verse, but it says, Shrama eva hi kevalam. Vasudeva kataruchi. Vasudeva. Anyway, the, 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 if it doesn't give you ruchi for Vasudeva, for Krishna, this Varnashram is a waste of time. Another way of saying it is, Varnashram doesn't give ruchi for Vishnu, for Vasudeva, therefore it's a waste of time. <laughs> but there is some bhakti there. Because as much as there's the worship of different gods and goddesses is um, prescribed in Varnashram Dharma, and Vishnu is one of the gods, so there is worship of Vishnu within Varnashram. And with that kernel of bhakti, the whole thing works in terms of its efficacy to produce the desired results. Hmm? Without bhakti, none of these gyan, yoga, karma as paths will be effective. So there's a little bhakti there. The motivation isn't right, it's not uttam bhakti, but there's just a little bit there. Therefore, at the end of his dissertation on Raghunuga Bhakti and Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, where Rupa Goswami makes the point that the only way to uh, have the opportunity to embark upon the path of Rag Bhakti, the only way is... Mahatkripa, the the mercy of great souls in that culture of Rag Bhakti. And there's a differentiation there that's being made between Rag Bhakti and Vaidhi Bhakti. Although for the most part we say and we emphasize the point that Varnashram or material piety does not beget Bhakti only bhakti begets bhakti. Again, there's a little kernel of bhakti in Varnashram. So you could say that Varnashram properly performed and kind of getting it, like I'm saying that really Sangsidir Haditosham, as much as Hari is pleased, as much as it's really properly performed, it could beget Vaidhi Bhakti. Hmm? Little room for for such. Hmm? But again, it's not 
saying anything other than, in one sense, bhakti begets bhakti, because there's little bhakti in Varnashram because of that. So, so, um, So Jarasandha, he followed the Varnashram, hmm? which means he worshipped Vishnu. But he fought with Krishna. So he did not... What is the meaning? This is the point of Krishna Das. What is the meaning of worshipping Vishnu and fighting with Krishna? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense, Right? So, because he didn't understand Krishna to be, or to speak of the source of of Vishnu, he didn't even understand Krishna as as an avatar of, of Vishnu. Hmm? And uh, as a result, we have the example. Although he worshipped Vishnu, because he didn't acknowledge the divinity of Krishna, he's considered a daitya, an asura, a demon. Hmm? Similarly, Krishna says, if you, in Kali Yuga, <laughs> if you worship Krishna, but you neglect or don't acknowledge the divinity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I say you're like Jarasandha, basically, what he's saying. Hmm? Krishna's coming in a, in a covered way, that's true, covert way, but, of course, the devotees, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotees, are bringing that out. Krishna does is just kind of trying to bring that point out. Hmm? Let people know who, who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, where to find Krishna most prominently in, in Kali Yuga. So Nitai Chand was in, in Vrindavan, and this is how he felt, that Krishna now has appeared in a form, in a special lila that I'm part of as well. I'm Balaram, I'm appearing here as the son of Hadai Pandit. Hmm? My name is Nityananda, hmm? but I'm living only for Krishna and I may go worship his deity and so forth, but but now I feel that he must have personally appeared hmm, in a way that makes other manifestations of himself in the world um, overshadows them. All attention should be given to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to Gaur Krishna. Hmm? He should be uncovered, and the secret of his Leela should be explored. Again, this Gaur Leela is Krishna Leela. It's not different. It has to be an extension, an encore, an extension of, of Krishna Leela. Hmm? Because the same things are involved. The Prim Madhuri is involved. Lila Madhuri is involved. This is no other avatars involved with this. Has these qualities. Hmm? Is interested in them. Even. Hmm? They may be interested in it, seeing them in Krishna and then want to worship him. <laughs> we see that example in the Bhagavatam of the Mahavishnu wanting to get the darshan of Krishna and so forth. So... So the point is that all that the the the, 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 the the yuga avatar aspect of Vishnu is present within Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? 
Krishnadas gives another example in his Chaitanya Charitamrita. He says, just to help us understand this point that you're asking about, just as Krishna in Vrindavan, he is only doing Leela. The word Leela really only fully applies to Vrindavan. That's why the Bhagavatam never uses it directly outside of Vrindavan. Only in, in, in indirect ways to describe the, the how deftly and effortlessly Krishna accomplished establishing Dharma, defeating this one, that one. It's used slightly in that way. But the, the full term hmm, really only applies to Vrindavan because there alone Krishna is playing and he has no other responsibility. When he leaves Vrindavan, he has to establish Dharma, speak the Bhagavad Gita, teach, and and so on and so forth. He says there, if I didn't set an example, then what would the world do? Because whatever great men do, others follow. Hmm? He speaks the Upanishadic wisdom of the Gita and so forth. He has various responsibilities. He's a prince now. Hmm? He's, he, I mean, what are the responsibilities of a public figure? A public political figure. In the, in the Dwarka Leela, Matur Leela Krishna is a public and political figure, a statesman, a prince. So there's some ways in which public life confines one. As much as people want to enter into the public life and make a splash and be noticed, hmm, having done so, they put on sunglasses. Hmm. You understand? <laughs> There's the, because it's confining in so many ways. Hmm? So, Krishna's Leela in Dwarka, Matura, Hastinapur, on the Battle of Kurukshetra, it has restrictions that come with it. Hmm? He cannot fully play. In Vrindavan, he's a nobody. Hmm? Not to the people of Vrindavan, but the whole of Vrindavan is like someplace out there in the jungle, cow people. Hmm? Life's going on in the big city. Right? Hmm. All the hubbub, you know, you go to the city and it's, there's this feeling like something's happening. It's just about to happen. It's just about, keep reading the news, it's just about to happen. It's just some cataclysmic thing or some wonderful thing and just kind of keeps going on like that. And however cataclysmic it is, it's, it's, it's there's still another thing to happen. <laughs> um, and, and so there's this draw, this draw, the industrial civilization has a draw on the rural world. And like here, you know, you have Juan, he's got how many, what, four sons? I think he has four sons. And none of them want to be farmers. And he's a farmer. He's got, a, he's got his, his father's farm, and then he's got his own farm at Santa Elena. After he works here all, all, all day uh, during the week, on the weekend he's up at his own farm doing the same things. Hmm? And, you know, the, the joy of his life would be that at least one of his sons would want to take up the uh, the Dharma, 
of, of, of being a farmer, Vaisha. But they were all drawn to the industrial, by the industrial glare, the glitter, to be a bank teller or something like that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Answer the phone, you know. <laughs> something like, it's there. That, something's happening there. So, uh, so the industrial life, it, it, it draws on the rural uh, community and, and then the farmer will sell his property and make a lot of money from somebody in the, in, in the city who wants to get out into the country. He's made all his money, wants to get out. <laughs> At least sometime, have some, and go to the country. And the poor farmer sells his property and goes to the country. And he has no skills other than being a farmer. And so one thing leads to another and he ends up broke in the city. Anyway... Um, Krishna, then, in Vrindavan, he's just living in the country and the world's going on, right? Hmm? He's out of the loop, so to speak. He's just a coward boy. And if you look in India, what a coward boy is, or you look here in Costa Rica, what a coward boy is, it's kind of like, you know, not a big deal, not a celebrity, hmm? to be a coward boy. But his lack of celebrity, if you will, from a worldly point of view, affords him the freedom to live in the village and have the kind of intimacy that village life affords. Everybody knows everybody and they're all connected and there's this whole support system and, and of course, they're close to the earth. It's an agrarian-based uh, culture and so on and so forth. At any rate, the point is that Krishna in Vrindavan is free. Hmm? He has no duties. His play is cowherding. Hmm? Um, and um, you, we read about it in the context of his cowherding. It's simply sportive activity. Hmm? Now, in the manifest Leela in this world, it's said that Kamsa, in the Leela, sends his henchmen to Vrindavan to cause havoc and to try to kill Krishna. Hmm? And what does Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami explain to help understand the point that you're raising? He says... It is because he's Swayam Bhagavan Krishna. He's not a celebrity, but he's more full than Krishna in Mathura or in Dwarka. It's said in Dwarka, Krishna is perfect. In Mathura, Krishna is more perfect. And Rupa Goswami Utpal Nilmani makes this division. And in Vrindavan, he's most perfect. So there is the Swayam Bhagavan, right? He's most perfect. And his, because his Shakti is most prominent there. And he shines very brightly in the light of his Shakti. So Radha, the full Purna Shakti. And Purna, Purna Brahma, Krishna. So, so, as I was saying, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, so Vishnu avatar is all inside of him. Similarly, Krishna and Vrindavan, then Vishnu is inside of him. And Krishna says, it's actually the Vishnu in him that slays the demons. Hmm? And we see, Uddhava could understand this point when he said, oh, uh, he's glorifying Krishna who sucked the breast of Putana who had smeared poison on the breast with a desire to, to kill him, but 
Krishna just looked at her as if she was dressed as a devotee, disguised as a devotee to get in. Krishna just accepted, oh, it must be a devotee. She looks like a devotee. She's doing something motherly, like Vatsalya, hmm? uh, giving me her breast milk. And so, well, maybe there's some poison on it, anyway. I don't die from poison. Poisons can't kill me. So, I just ignore that. It's a heinous act. As I said before, if it came out of the news, you know, mother smil- smears poison on breast, nurse smears poison on breast and breastfeeds child while babysitting and kills him, you know, it'd be like on CNN news. What a, how horrible. But Krishna just overlooked it and gave her a form of vatsalya in the outer regions of Golok, not in the Braj. Some form of vatsalya. So who killed her? Kavir hmm? says the Vishnu did that inside of him. Hmm? So uh, he gives this example to, to, to explain the point that you're asking about. How Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Swayam Bhagavan and his main purpose is one thing, but there's an incidental purpose that, that, that occurs at the same time, hmm? which is establishing the Yuga Dharma. It's kind of a byproduct of his of the esoteric reason for his descent, and it's appropriate because it's the time of Kali Yuga, and you know he comes in the Kali Yuga, good time to hide himself, disguise himself. He can't go as Krishna; he's trying to become a devotee to taste Radha's love. So, um, so incidentally, in a way, he 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 uh, also establishes the Yuga Dharma. But, Krishnas Kaviraj goes on to say, of course, that you have to take into consideration the fact that he is Swayam Bhagavan and not just the Vishnu avatar. And, and he's the Swayam Bhagavan in a particular mood at this time, right? In pursuit of the experience of, of Radha's love. And so, in, in, inevitably or invariably, the Yuga Dharma that he disseminates and establishes, yes, it's the chanting of the holy name, Hare Krishna, but as Das Goswami says, Namashrestam Apisachiputram. From the son of Sachi, we got not just the name of Krishna, for example, in Hare Krishna, but Namashrestam, the conception behind it. So what he's about internally also overflows into the Yuga Dharma that he establishes as a byproduct, and therefore Kaviraj gives this uh, uh, example. He says he garlanded the world with a with a wreath, with a garland of of Nam Kirtan, interwoven with praying. Hmm? And the and Anam Sankirtan became the way to attain the praying that he is about and pursuing and so on and so forth. So he took up the Yuga Dharma, but a, a special effect, a special result is uh, derived from it, given the person behind its dissemination. So <clears throat> these are the two sides of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but they're 
they're not as distinct, if you will, as we might think at first. We do make the division between the Yuga Dharma and the um, internal reason for his descent, but they actually converge, and his Namsan Kirtan is actually the method to attain the Prem, and his distribution of it touches people with that Prem. Therefore, Narottama said, Golokeru Premodhan Harinam Sankirtan. This Sankirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is coming from Golok. Hmm? Special kind of Sankirtan. It is the Yuga Dharma, but now it's it's energized in a particular way, given given the, the person behind it is not just the Yuga Avatar. Hmm? Does that help? Yeah, yeah. So we should we should do the yuga, yuga dharma of Namsan Kirtan with an understanding of of how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did it and what his ideal was. What else? Something other on that? Yeah. I was wondering if anybody ever commented on the fact that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, yet for obvious reasons you can't find Vainu Madhurya in Gaura Lila, or if there's an equivalent. Yes, of course, there's a Venu Madhurya in Korlila. How can there not be? Well, is, is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Krishna? So Krishna has four qualities that Narayan doesn't have, right? That nobody else has. Venu Madhurya means he has a sweet, sweet flute. Rupa Madhurya has a very sweet form, two-armed form, and it's very charming, human-like, not like Narayan or any of his avatars. He has a uh, Leela Madhurya. Leelas that are very sweet, very charming. Hmm? And Prema Madhurya. He's surrounded by devotees with a special kind of sweet, sweet Prem that you don't find, for example, in Vaikuntha. So the question is, okay, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has a beautiful form. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has his, uh, his Leela is very sweet. He has surrounded by devotees who are from Golok, hmm? coming in that lila. So there he has. They have prema madhurya. The question is, where's the flute? How is there venu madhurya in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? And of course, the answer is that just as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, does Chaitanya Mahaprabhu look like Krishna? Krishna's yeah. Krishna's dark. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is fair in complexion. Hmm? Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became a sannyasi. Hmm? Krishna um, had many gopis. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had no such um, extended romantic life, a very strict household life, and then he gave up the household life for us as a sannyasi. So they look very different, right? But we look carefully at them, we see, oh, it's the same as there, just playing out a little differently, given the nature of the Leela. But it's still Krishna. Hmm? So the Venu also is present in Gaur Leela, but it just takes a different shape. Kol and Kartal. Hmm? The drum, Madranga, the simple clay drum and the Kartal, these are said to be the manifestation of the flute hmm? in Gaur Leela. Yeah, I, I always heard that the Murdanga is the flute in Gaur Lila, but he doesn't play it. Sure, sure he plays. 
And many of Krishna's friends play the flute too. <laughs> what else? What's the time? So you're here for a few days? Are you from Costa Rica, Tambien? Yeah. It's Kazoo. It's Kazoo. Okay. Yeah. First time here. Yeah. I live in the Harmohini house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you bring the grass? No, Thursday. We won't get it on Thursday. Okay. Good. I have a question regarding... Uh, and how she received the form corresponding to uh, mother infection and so she with any other rasa besides say uh, Madurai rasa there's no like Gokula pastimes where they have to learn how to learn the process of serving in that mood and whatnot as well kind of like the, like the gopis sense? There's no other leader like that? Yeah. In other words, what you're saying, if I understand correctly, in order to enter the Krishna Leela, you have to take birth in the Leela and, and perfect your, your practice one step further. Right. Hmm? Um, then, for example, Narada, who was given his Siddhadeha and yeah. at the time of uh, death, one was attained by Kuntha, if one is perfect in Bhakti Bhakti. No other leader like, like that. Hmm? No. No. The idea there is that the Vistayivav is, is undergoes certain developments hmm, that require the first-hand association of the associates of Krishna, and they require a certain type of body also. Hmm? So, from a meditative body to the meditative body becoming fully manifest in the context of the Leela, then with association, that intensification of the Stayibhav develops, and then when Krishna's Leela becomes unmanifest, then the, the sadhaka who becomes a siddha by sadhana enters into the unmanifest Leela. It's peculiar, yes, to Krishna Leela. All other... Um, manifestations, avatars of Narayan that people become devoted to, they can attain that if their bhakti is perfect upon dying, they go to Bhakuntha, they don't have to, there's no other worldly manifest that they have to enter first. That's your question, right? Yeah, and then regarding with that Salya, Ross, that, uh, that also happens. No. For, for someone who will attain Batsali Ras, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Satya Ras. Yeah. In the context of Goku. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ras is, is taught in the Balabha Sampradaya. Balabha was a contemporary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And they, t- they teach a different kind of Gopi Bab there, and then they also teach Batsali Rasa. So, if someone wants the Batsali Rasa, then they should join the, the Sampradaya of Balaba. 
example of purpose. Who, who's an example? Mahaprabhu gave, yeah, Krishna gave. But she didn't enter into the Braj Leela either. She's already in the Braj Leela. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So is she, is she purposely or? Yeah. She's. Yeah. Purpose of the means she became perfect by Krishna's mercy. Okay, we we'll stop there. Shishidaji Gopal Kiji Jai. Gold Premanandi.